to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. On today's broadcast, Bishop Clark utilizes the 12th chapter of Romans, verses 1 and 2, as the backdrop scripture for part one of the message, Renew Reloaded. The conception series uh, starts with breath and not with seed, because all true uh, conception in spirit starts with breath, breathe. In the series, the second thing that we're teaching is renewal. It's important to renew. It means some luster, something was lost, maybe through the wearisome toil of trial and trauma or desert living. For desert babies, we know how to nourish ourselves during dry times. Uh, sometimes water doesn't come and you have to find it. Or find a cactus while in the desert, break it open and get you some nourishment. The cactus is very sticky, very thorny, yet you can crack it open and get exactly what you need. God has always provided something for his people. You have to be innovative and look for the nourishment. Again, the very thing you need may have thorns on it. And a lot of times when people see hard times or sticky things or things that penetrate and hurt, they'll back away from it. But while in the desert, it may be exactly what you need to survive. The conception series is designed to help the body work together synergistically and to fulfill the mandate Holy Spirit has laid on us. If you're taking notes, the definition of renew, it means to make like new. To make like new. We're really talking about our minds which needs to be made like new. To restore to freshness to restore to freshness. I like to talk about a fresh, vibrant, and dynamic relationship that's necessary. Uh, all of us should experience in Christ on a daily basis, yet many in the body is not experiencing the fresh, vibrant, and dynamic relationship because we need to be renewed, to, rest to be restored to freshness, to be restored to vigor, to be restored to perfection, even our strength is renewed every morning. We go to bed. This is why you need rest. You can't live forever off three and four hours of sleep. You must lay down because your strength is renewed in sleep. And we need to learn how to sabbath ourselves in Christ. To rest in the Lord. To enter into him and stop struggling with personal issues. We find rest. We find health. We find wholeness when we enter into his presence. When we enter into him. When we work with him. Actually he's in us. But when you enter into him. Because we're constantly putting off old. Constantly putting on new. When you enter into him. You find rest. Amen. And you got to look for that. My yoke is easy Jesus said. And my burden is light. But you must take my yoke upon you. 
Okay, okay, we can declare, declare all day that this yoke is easy and this burden is light. But take my yoke. You got to put your neck in the harness. You got to place your neck in the harness and then learn to work with him. And when you learn to surrender your will in exchange for his will, you'll stop trying to do it on your own. Then his yoke becomes easy because where he leads, me, I will follow. When he turns left, we go left. When we turn right, when he turns right, we'll go right. When he says sit, we sit. When he says stand, we stand. When he says follow me, we follow Christ. Can the church say amen? amen. Hey, mama. I didn't see you come in. All right. If you're a man, you better be able to notice when your wife comes in. <laughs> you better leave when you came in. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> to restore the freshness of vigor or perfection uh, as we renew our strength. Write it down, to make new spiritually. You mean I could be made new spiritually? Yes, the freshness of your spiritual walk can be renewed every day. We know regeneration is a, is a work, office work of the Holy Spirit. His grace that he does in us to regenerate us is amazing. The Father is God in creation, Son, God in redemption, Holy Spirit, God in regeneration. Depend on the Holy Ghost to regenerate you. It happens instantly to some degree. Actually, your salvation is secure in Christ, but you need him to regenerate you constantly because salvation is really three parts. It is not just your salvation when you got saved. It is three parts. John says it in John chapter 3. This is third, first John chapter three. Wherefore, beloved brethren, uh, what manner of love the scripture says the Father has bestowed upon us? That's John, first John chapter three. That that we should be called the children of God. That's salvation past. You got saved. You're called a child of God. He says, but it does not yet appear what we shall be. That means there's a progression. You're moving toward the light. It does not yet appear. And John is speaking by experience. This is the one who laid his head in his bosom. This is the one who saw the crucifixion. This is the one who Jesus said, I want this woman right now is your mother. You need to take care of her. This is the one that dipped his hand in the, in the same basket with Jesus who laid his head on his chest, who heard his heart beat. This is the one who Jesus said, if I allow him, he was speaking to Peter and he told, and Peter said, well, what are you going to do with John? And Jesus said, don't worry about John. If I allow him to live longer than all of you all, even until I come back, that's not your concern. And he actually outlived all apostles. He's then put on the Isle of Patmos where he writes the book of Revelations. Glory to God. This wonderful man is powerful. He says, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, salvation past. It does not yet appear what we shall be, that salvation future. That means we're moving toward the light. You haven't arrived yet. You're moving toward the light. You can't just rest on what he did in the past because we're moving. To, it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we're constantly evolving, becoming more and more like Christ. We're renewed day by day. And everyone that hath this hope purifies himself when? Right now. So you got salvation past, salvation present, which means we're purifying ourselves daily. 
and salvation future. Salvation is even prophetic. So you want to just make sure you understand the three dimensions of salvation. To make new spiritually, to regenerate, to restore, to restore, to revive, to make extensive changes. Even when you look at a home being remodeled or renewed, you make extensive changes. I remember seeing in the home that I grew up in, uh, dad decided to close in the garage and to turn it into a family room. And it looked different on the outside, of course, than he piped in AC so we can all sit there and watch TV. It was remodeled or renewed. On last year, actually a year and a half, well, the wife and I put a new roof on our home, a new roof on our home, renewing it. And if you want to increase its value, you have to put something in it. That's with property. And if you want... Your, God has already decided that you're worth something. So you don't have to wave your hand in the air to get his attention and wave it like you just don't care. He's always watching you. His eye is on you. Amen. And, and you don't have to get his attention. You already have his attention. We don't have to scream to get his attention. God, God, he, he knows you. Exercise your faith. Father, I know you're here. I know you're with me according to your word. Draw nigh to him he will draw nigh to you. Draw what nigh? Your mind. Because you can praise with your lips. While the heart. It happened with Israel. It will happen with the New Testament church. You can praise him all day. You can wave your hands all day. And have a heart drifting from the Lord. How do you know if you're drifting? from? When you drift from the word. You're drifting from the Lord. How do we do this by the renewing of our mind? Let's visit again Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 20. Ephesians 4 is known for the introduction to the church at Ephesus of the ministry gifts. The apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Before they go to the 22nd verse, I'm sorry, the 20th verse, I want to look at verse 11. That is Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. And he gave some. And he himself, and he himself, and he himself, Christ himself gave some to be apostles. Christ himself gave some to be prophets. Christ himself gave some to be prophets, evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. Verse 12 says, for the perfecting of the saints. For the equipping, the perfecting, King James says, New International Version, New King James, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. The edifying. Now, for the equipping of the saints or the perfecting of the saints for the work of ministry. If you look at that word equipping or perfecting, we see it here in the King James the perfecting of the saints implies that every believer, even after salvation, that comes into the body is incomplete in some major areas and needs the fivefold ministry to bring about wholeness. Now, if you say, well, I don't need church. I don't need to go to church because we've entered into a new space. You're not consistent with the Bible or the kingdom of God for several thousand years. 
And God is not giving new personal revelation. The revelation you get must be tied to previous revelation. A present prophecy must be tied to previous prophecy. It must come into the same line. And that's why I want to strongly recommend. If you're looking for a Bible to get you right, you need the Thompson Chain Bible. And you will see a chain from the Old Testament into the New Testament. Stop trying to come up with new revelation and you haven't, you can't find no linkage in Old Testament and no linkage in the New Testament. For all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction and instruction in righteousness that the man or woman of God may be thoroughly equipped for the perfecting of the saints for the work of ministry. Thoroughly equipped. We got to get the whole word in us. The character of God. Socially. Emotionally. You got to find out what God likes. And what he doesn't like. And, and we can't enter into a point where we say. Well, I can determine what God likes. You got to find his character in the Bible. Even in the New Testament. He not, may not say thou shall not. But you need to understand what his character says. Well, even when you look at the moral code of the Old Testament. The thou shall not give us an understanding of what he likes. Jesus said you should love the Lord your God with all your heart. Your mind and your, your body and your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. And you can find out if you're really doing that. By looking at what he likes and what he doesn't like. What does God like? He said, you will have no other God before me. So what does that mean in the New Testament? In the 21st century? That means you don't have any idols. Nothing that you worship more. Nothing that you give your attention to more. Nothing that you bow down to more. Than God himself. Thou shalt not make unto me any graven image. What does that mean today? How do you relate to that today? God is not asking us to bow like they did in the Old Testament. But you got to see his character and what he likes and what he doesn't like. And usually what you like is not what he likes. Now I'm just going to show you. You start reading the scriptures from the Old Testament into the New Testament. You'll be like, whoa, why did the blood have to be on that little infraction? That? What kept Moses out? What kept him out of the new, out of the promised land? He said, what? Must we give you water? God said, whoa, that is so grievous to me. I can't allow you to go in. What? That doesn't make sense. Look at all these other people that slid in. What are you talking about, Moses? You were the man, the meekest man on the face of the earth. Why would that bother God so much? Then at the same time, why would it please him so much about the same man? God, I want to see your face. Other people want to see your hands and your acts, but I want to look square into your eyes. God said, whoa, what a request from a man. What is man? If you look at my face, you can't live. But I tell you what I'll do. I'm going to declare my glory. I'm going to speak to you about the end from the beginning. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do with man. I'm going to show you how grace works. But when I pass by, I'm going to cover you with my hand and let you see my backside. Why? Why would that please God so much? Because the Old Testament is so powerful. You want to know his character, what pleases him, you need to get in the word. Why was he pleased when Solomon said, I'm not asking you for money. I'm not going to ask you for peace. I'm not going to ask you for peace for my enemies. Give me wisdom. The Bible says that his request pleased the Lord. Anytime you start asking God for things that are beyond what you can taste, feel, or your senses, 
God, I want you to help me to tap into something greater. That which man can't involve. Man can't tap in on his own. I need your intervention. You please God. Hallelujah. Anybody can ask for houses and land and more money. But God wants you to get a little wisdom in your life. And wisdom when she speaks. She's crying. She's crying. Who's listening? She's loud in the street. How long? How long, simple ones? Well, you love simplicity. That's what she's saying every day in the open square. She's not under a bushel somewhere. She's right down at that intersection with Palm Bay Road and Babcock in the midst of saying, how long are you going to ride by and not hear my words? She's in the open square. That's where she is. And she will not be comforted. We need to get our minds renewed. Can the church say amen? So Ephesians is very important that, that I love the book. It's one of my most favorite books in the New Testament because God really uses Paul to empower the church. So you'll see in verse 11 and 12 that not only are we here for the perfecting of the saints, but for the work of ministry. It implies that everyone who gets saved is still imperfect. There's something in you that needs to be renewed. So you can't say, well, I'm saved and I'll just stay home and I'll do what I want to do. You will slip back into your old ways. You must continue to progress and move toward the light. Remember, salvation is past, present. It does not yet appear what we shall be. And, it, and everyone that had this hope purifies himself. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 20. I want you to look at this. We saw verse 11 and 12. But look at verse 20. But you have not so learned Christ. Talking about people. That didn't come from Christ. Bad mouthing people. That's not God. Doing what we want to do. That's not God. Being self-centered. That's not God. We haven't learned that from Christ. Our genesis started with Jesus. If indeed you have heard him. Huh, you heard the word. And have been taught by him. Glory to God. Taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. That means you're following his teaching. Okay. Got saved. But now we're following his teaching. Look at verse 22. That you put off. He said. Look at this. Put off concerning your former conduct. So things that we did before we knew God. We're supposed to put it off. Well you decide what that is. Name off 12 things that you used to do. Before you knew Jesus. How are you going to do it when you get in? And say you're still with him. You have to. That's what he requires. If any man would come after me. Let him first deny. I thought I'm preaching to the right crowd. You must first. First things first. Deny self. Well I used to like this. I used to like that. Before I really came into the knowledge. I used to. I really like this. And I used to like that. But I came into a perfect knowledge of who Jesus is. I didn't learn these things from Christ. It came out of my own mind or out of a false world. I was caught up in the second heaven. So what I need to do now is put off concerning the former conduct. Here it is, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Deceitful lust, deceitful desires. So we got to watch desire because it can be deceitful. Got what, what origin did the desire come from? Did it come from God? Did it come from faith? Or is it deceitful lust? It's right here in the text. You determine that. You know what you used to like in your former life and where you are today. Look at verse 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. 
Be renewed in the mind has a spirit. Yes. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man. You got to put him on. There are things that you need to put off and things you need to put on. Do you know you have the ability to put on some things spiritually? Just like you were put on in the natural, natural clothes, you can put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. So we move from deceitful lust, everything within the realm of deceitful lust is old man, and we put on the new man which the umbrella over that is righteousness and holiness. Righteousness and holiness is what I'm doing righteous and holy. Is it? If you can't say yes, you may need to put, let me put, let me go blank. Let me go nuclear. Put it off. If it's not righteousness or holiness, we shouldn't be carrying it like a coat anymore. Don't become comfortable with unholy things. You can. Dysfunction can become normal if you stay in it too long. The challenge is to get rid of the lifestyle of the old man. That's the challenge. What you did, what you felt, and what you thought before coming to Jesus. What you did, what you felt, and what you thought. Put on the new man. When you put on the new man, you're going to begin to, you're going to do what he does and what he feels and what he thinks. Not what you did, felt, and thought. But what he does, what he feels, and what he thinks. You don't know that until you get in the word and then apply the word. It happens uh, in spirit, in the spirit of your mind. It happens in the spirit of your mind. So the way we move toward renewal is to get this mind from being clogged up. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God in the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. That word imagination is very unique because it means false worlds. False worlds. What do you mean? a fa What is a false world? That is a world that you've allowed to develop in your mind that you say is real, but it is not real. It comes from deceitful lust, but it's real to you. If it's not according to the scriptures, it's a false world. Let me just show you, uh, I'll give you a, a good example. Uh, a lot of times, if you saw as the world turns, when you were a little girl, you were plan your life. I'm going to have a wedding just like they did on as the world turns and expect to have a marriage like Victor Newman. But Victor Newman is a false world. He, wouldn't, he couldn't live in a regular marriage to save his life because everything he does is an act. Tapping into young girls' dreams. I've done many, many weddings and I've heard girls, I want, I want 16 bridesmaids and I want 16 uh, groomsmen and I want this. Where do you get that from? Ooh, I saw as the world turns, the, um, the young and the restless. And you're watching these images. You know your imagination has like a billion, a billion uh, uh, sensory connectors. So when you when you when when you pick up things, your imagination in the natural can create worlds. Then there are people who stimulate it. They stimulate imagination with external things in them. They stimulate it. Dreaming. It's a false world.
In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 1799. That's reference number 1799. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. I want to invite you to Truth Reveal International Ministries, a place where we are in the business of saving souls. We strengthen families, we shape leadership, and we serve this generation. In coming to the church, I believe you're going to get a good, good worship experience. Your life will be transformed in the presence of God. But you're also going to get a word from God, a word that's going to impact your life for an eternal purpose. I want to encourage you to come out and visit with us. We don't meet strangers. We just love on the people of God. A smile and a handshake, pressing palms, and kissing our sons is what we do. We love you, and I'd like to see you soon. Until next time, I'll see you at Truth Revealed.